Everwish, you could intelligently use automated technology that tracked and or trailed option trades for specific exit criteria without having to watch, edit, and replace orders day after day. Not some boring, outdated, good-to-canceled order or generic, static, stop-loss order either. Well, our team granted this number one wish from our beta users months ago, and in this week's show, we're going to walk through one of the coolest features developed for traders in a long time. We call it Smart Stops. You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again from OptionAlpha.com, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you consistently play smarter trades. So thank you again so much for tuning in today and welcome back to our show on how to intelligently use one of the coolest new features that we developed. Nowhere else has this, Smart Stops. We're so excited about Smart Stops, and really, it came out of the community. We knew that this was something that people generally wanted to have as a feature and a tool for automated trading, but when we got all of our beta users in there and we saw all of the requests coming into our wish list, at one point, this was the number one most requested item inside the community. Now, I love granting wishes, and I wish we could grant all the wishes that people have, and we're certainly busting our butts and tails every single day to make sure that that's possible. But this one was a really cool one that we knew we could tackle with great technology, and we knew it would be beneficial for everybody inside the community to potentially use this new feature. Again, we call it Smart Stops. So in today's show, I want to walk through exactly how Smart Stops work, why we created them, and some of the settings around them so that you could start to consider using them in some of the bots and automations that you build in Option Alpha. Again, I think this is one of the most unique things that we've done in quite a long time, along with smart pricing that we have and some of the other automation tools. This to me was a need in the community of traders. People wanted to do this. They didn't have a solution for it. There wasn't a great way to accomplish what they were trying to accomplish with order pricing and following trades and trailing positions. And I think it's a really elegant solution that we came up with. So we're always open to feedback. We're continuously iterating on all of this stuff. So it's never going to be stagnant. If you're listening to this podcast, maybe a year or two years from now, you might find that we've adjusted this a little bit. The wording might be a little bit different, but the concept remains the same with smart stops. So let me first talk about what smart stops are and essentially why we created them. So smart stops are not like normal trailing stops. They're not like normal GTC orders. They're not like normal stop loss orders. We created smart stops to be another decision criteria that you can use inside of your automations. And what's cool about this is that you don't have to trigger an order right after this. You could use smart stops as just another decision step inside of your automations where you send the bot down either the yes path or the no path. In fact, we've seen a lot of users who have posted their bots and their templates in the community already. A lot of people are using smart stops basically these two different ways. They're using it as a way to trigger a closing trade or a closing order, and they're also using it as a point of decision-making for the bot to then take other actions or make other decisions. So the beautiful thing to start with is that it doesn't have to be the end of a branch, essentially, inside of your automations. You can put it wherever you want, just like all of your other regular decisions. But we knew when we were starting to 
formulate this and we started to see some feedback coming in and definitely the requests were hot and heavy. Like I said, it was the number one requested item at one point. We knew that what people wanted was a more intelligent way to use essentially trailing position orders or trailing stop losses. I think it eventually became or started as something that people wanted to do to use a trailing stop loss order with an option trade. But we knew that it was probably something a little bit more than just a simple trailing stop loss order. So how a traditional trailing stop loss order works is you place the trailing stop loss order, say you trail your position by 20 cents or a dollar or some percentage. And as the position goes up in value, typically a stock position, because this is where most people use it and learn to use a trailing stop. As the stock goes up, then your stop loss order starts creeping up with the position such that if the stock were to turn around, it would go through your trailing stop, but it would have potentially locked in a little bit of a profit, hopefully on the way, right? And so that's how a traditional trailing stop works. And it works right from the start, right? So immediately you open up the position and if the position starts falling, then it could trigger the stop loss. So that component of it still holds true in most cases for smart stops and for other decisions that you can write inside of your bots on option alpha. The trouble was that we found in the community is that people wanted something a little bit more intelligent that had a target. And I use the word target because that's the word that we use inside the platform, but you can also call it a hurdle. You can call it a benchmark, whatever you want to call it. But essentially what people wanted to really do when you really dug down into the comments, you started seeing the back and forth between people is they wanted a way to tell the bots, hey, I want to make sure first that I made 50% on my position, for example. And if I made 50% on my position, then start trailing the position by say 10%. So this combination of things that didn't exist right out of the box in broker platforms is eventually where smart stops were created. The ability to set not only a target for the positions, but then intelligently select a trailing percentage on top of that. And I think this combination is what makes smart stops so creative. So let's go through an example here so you learn a little bit more about how they work. They are inside of many templates that people have shared inside the community. So you might see it there. There's lots of posts on it. And we've got some documents inside the community and tutorials on how to use smart stops. If you're more of a visual person, you can go to those. We'll have all those links in the show notes over at optionalpha.com slash show 204. Again, that's just the number 204, optionalpha.com slash show 204. So when you start to go in to add your decision, you're going to add a decision that's called position trails target by a percentage. And that's where you're going to create this new smart stop. Now, clearly, this is meant to be used inside of your monitor automations. You can't trail a position that doesn't exist, right? So you're not going to use smart stops inside of your scanner automations that are looking for and trying to enter positions. Nope, they're mostly going to be used inside of your monitor automations because you have the ability to get information on an existing position that your bot has or a series of positions that your bot has in its portfolio. So once you add this recipe, you're going to connect to that position, which is really easy to do since it's already in the monitor automation. And then you're going to set a target. So the actual text right now reads position trails a target and you set that percentage target. Now, what's cool about smart stops is, of course, they're intelligent enough to know which direction the trade is. So if you have a short premium trade and you set a 50% target, smart stops and the bots know that that really means that the value of the position went down by 50%, right? Because that's going to be your profit target that you're going to set or your hurdle that you're going to set as part of this decision. 
If you're entering a long position where you're buying a debit spread or buying a call option and you set the same 50% target, the bots are smart enough to recognize that it's a long position. So it means a 50% increase in the premium of the position. So you don't have to worry about that. You just have to set your target. Now, in this case, you can set your target anywhere you want. I've seen people who want to use smart stops right from the time that the thing immediately starts generating even the smallest profit. So start trailing my position by a 1% target or after a 1% target or a 50% target or a 25% target, whatever you want to use as your target, that becomes the hurdle or the threshold or the benchmark that has to be hit in order to then initiate the trailing of the position or the monitoring of the position trail. And that's what's really important about smart stops. One of the reasons why I think they're so intelligent is because that target has to be hit first. Not to dovetail too much here, but the reason I've always not liked using stop loss orders traditionally is because we know that there's some flexibility in pricing. We know that when we get into a position, especially a short premium position, that we could see some flexibility in that pricing really early on in the position. And so I've always seen in research that we've done and other people have done that when you just use a stop loss order by itself, you tend to hit that stop loss order just through normal fluctuations in the regular cycle of the trade throughout the expiration. What I like about smart stops is I can start to set that trail, that ability to then send a closing order after I've initially hit some hurdle target rate. So for the one that I've continuously used in examples, if we set the target at 50%, that means that nothing happens until we get to that 50% target for potential profit. And so once the position premium and position profit reaches that 50% target, so if I sell a spread for a dollar and now it's worth 50 cents, I've reached my 50% target, then the trailing starts. And I think that's really a unique feature, definitely not something that we've seen anywhere else out there, is the ability to set that target wherever we want and then start executing the trailing. So that's the first component of the recipe. You have to set the actual target. So in our case, we're going to use 50% as the target, which again means it won't start monitoring the trailing price until the 50% profit is reached. Next, once you set that target, you want to tell smart stops what percentage to trail the position after the target is reached. So again, in the example that we just went through, we told smart stops to start trailing after a 50% target, and then we're going to tell it to trail by 10%. This means that it's not going to trail the position by 10% until the 50% profit is reached. This means that if the potential premium profit is 49%, then it will not continue down the yes path for that potential decision, right? It's got to reach the initial target of 50% or more. And again, it's intelligent enough to know which direction you're trading for these. So one of the ones that I actually used as an example I want to go through here, we'll link to this in the show notes as well, because this is a post in the community and everyone can get to it. Whenever they get into the community, they can see this and kind of walk through these examples here. And we've got some screenshots. But when I initially posted this, I was using it on an SPY iron butterfly position that I was trading inside of one of the bots. And at the time that I took the screenshot, the position was up 12% meaning that the value of the position since I sold the iron butterfly had essentially gone down 12%. No, I had a 12% profit in the position. Now, when I go back to the monitor automation for the smart stops that were working at the time, and I dig into the decision log and I look at what the smart stops were looking at, 
the log shows that the position consistently failed to reach at the time that 50% target. So the 50% target that I hit, of course, wasn't hit because at any point in time, the position has never reached that 50% target. In fact, we show you the highest profit target that you had at any one point in time in the decision log for that position. And for this SPY position that I'm referencing right now, the highest profit that it had was 14.13%. So right now at the time that I had posted that screenshot, the profit was 12%. So it's kind of fluctuating around, but the highest that it had ever gotten and that we had tracked inside of the bots was 14.13%. So the decision log showed a no answer to the decision action. Basically, the position wasn't trailing the 50% target by 10% because it never reached the 50% target in the first place. Then we looked at another example, and we looked at a short put spread that I had been trading inside of, again, another one of these bots that I've shared in the community, and I'd use the same 50% target with a 10% trail. At the time that I posted the screenshot for that one, the position was up 61%. So clearly the position was above the threshold that I had set as the 50% target. In fact, if we go into the decision log again for that particular recipe or for that particular bot that we were tracking, we can see in the decision log that the highest the position had ever been was 70.59%. Currently, or at the time I posted the screenshot, the position premium was up 61%. And the highest it had ever been was 70.59%. So it was still up money and it was off of its recent highs, but it only trailed the recent high by 9.8%. Notice how granular it's getting with its calculations. I told the bots, look, trail a position once it hits a 50% target. This particular short put spread in SPY hit that 50% target and then kept going. And it reached a high point of 70.59%. And then it started to come back the other way, right? The position started to lose a little bit more value in the sense that its premium or the profit that it had went down from 70.59 down to 61%. And that only meant that it was trailing more specifically by 9.8%. So it was really, really close to triggering a yes decision that yes, in fact, it was trailing its original target by 10%. So let's pause here for a second and just think about what this means for your trading. This means not only can you set the initial target to then start the trailing action, but it leaves the position in a management state where it gives it room to run after it reaches that target. In this case, I had told the bot, hey, trail a 50% target by 10%. I did not tell the bot, if I reach a 50% target, then send an order to the broker. No, I said, look, once I get to the 50% target, I want to kind of sort of lock in a little bit of a profit here and not give up what I've essentially got. Now, the 10% trail could have meant that the position reached the 50% target, maybe it hit it right on the dot at 50%, and then immediately went back the other way. And then the smart stop gave a yes decision once the position premium was just 40%. So a 10% difference between the initial target of 50% and where it is now. That can happen. So you gotta be careful and just play around with your different trails and targets, but the goal here, the way that I see it with the use of smart stops, is to do a little bit of both, where you try to lock in some sort of profit range that you want a position to be in, but intelligently use automation to monitor and manage that position after it's reached your target or your hurdle. 
In this case, for this SPY position, again, which we'll have screenshots and links to inside the show notes, you'll notice that it went well beyond the initial 50% target, which I think is such a cool thing because I've never really done that with my own trading. My own personal trading, usually when I reach those targets or if you have those GTC orders, you just let the position get removed. And that's always good. And I'll never you know, shy away from taking a profit and taking money off the table. But I think back now to how many times could I have let the position go a little bit further? Could I have let the position continue to increase a little bit more profit, squeeze a little bit more premium out of the position? And it's just really a headache to try to manage that on your own. You could set a new GTC order, then you got to come in the next day and see where the positions are. And again, that's just, I'm talking through one position, but imagine you've got 30 or 40 or 50. You got to set new GTC orders for those positions, reset new stops, try to reset new trailings. You got to do that all after you reach some sort of target. I mean, it's just a nightmare and a headache to try to manage if you don't have something like this. So what I think, again, is so intuitive about this is that you can set these as different possible actions inside of your automations. You can use a combination of them. I've seen a lot of people who use smart stops in conjunction with different times in expiration, which I think is a really cool use case. So they have a bot that they build out that says, if the position is 30 days from expiration and reaches a 25% target trail by 5%. If the position is 10 days from expiration, then a 50% target trail by 2%. I mean, you can really do some pretty creative stuff with these smart stops because you're not limited to using just one of them inside of your monitor automations. The combination of using this along with other recipes and decisions and actions inside of your automations really gives you a lot of control and a lot of efficiency in some of the strategies that you're running. So I think you'd be really well served to at least learn more about smart stops moving forward. Again, we'll have lots of links and different things that you can do and video tutorials inside of the show notes page over at optionalpha.com slash show 204. I really encourage you to start digging into these and start figuring out how they can be used in some of the bots and some of the strategies that you're running because this type of technology really is a great tool to use that replaces some of the manual processes that you may or may not have done. Maybe some of the manual processes that you wish you would do, but you just don't have the time to do. And this is where automation always comes in and kind of saves the day and helps traders moving forward. And now our favorite part of the show, Trader Q&A, where we ask a question from one of our current members about options trading. Got a question you'd like to ask Kirk to answer live on the air? Just head on over to optionalpha.com forward slash ask and hit the record button to leave a message. That's optionalpha.com forward slash ask. And now here's today's question. Hi, Kirk. My name is Scott Urbanski, and I've been trading for about three years now. I had a question about iron butterflies. I had seen that you will sometimes take long stock if your short put is breached and then sell congered calls against it. Would you ever consider going short if your call is breached and sell congered puts? Thanks. Hey, Scott. So thank you so much for submitting the question. And I think it's a really good question. Actually, kind of piggybacks a little bit on last week's Trader Q&A segment where we talked about going inverted on Iron Butterfly. So I think it's fitting for today's show to just continue this conversation. And it was really timely that you submitted this question. To more directly answer your question that you asked, yes, I have taken short call options that have been assigned and taken short stock 
and then sold covered puts on those. But I really think it's probably a handful or less of the times that I've done it. I don't prefer to do that because I worry about and I freak out about the risk associated with holding short stock, which is really not only just capital inefficient, but also you run the risk that the stock continues to move higher against you. In cases where I've done that, I've mostly had positions that have already had the long call option there for protection, and I was assigned the short position early in the cycle. So I still had the long call option there for protection, just the short contract was assigned. Those are probably most of the small handful of cases where I've done that. But generally, I'm more comfortable holding the stock long because I can manage around that and I can work those positions as we've shown, I think, in a couple of these case studies that are a little bit longer here on the podcast where we got assigned positions and had to really, really sell covered calls and work around the position for a long time. It's not the ideal situation, but it's, it is workable. So again, generally, I don't like to do it. That would be my like default answer. There's been a few cases where it has been the case and we assign those early. So hopefully that helps out. As always, if you want to get your question answered here on the podcast, simply head on over to optionalpha.com slash ask and click the big red button in the middle of the screen, just like Scott did, and leave me a private voicemail. Again, there's no software to download or install, and it's incredibly easy. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, so that's a wrap for this week's podcast episode here at Option Alpha. But before you go, please, let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on your favorite social media platform. Let us know what questions you have, ideas, or thoughts came to mind today after listening to our discussion on smart stops or any other new ideas that you have or wishes that you want to see in the new platform, head on over to optionalpha.com slash wishlist and get your ideas in there or upvote other ideas that people have submitted. As always, I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to help you consistently play smarter trades. Until next time, happy trading.